This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and a podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Welcome to the Big Ed Idea Podcast, the official podcast of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Southwestern Indiana. Together, we will embark on a journey of mentorship, connection, and the life-changing power of relationships. Each episode, we will learn from authentic conversations with bigs, littles, experts in the field of mentoring, and other defenders of potential. Whether you are a seasoned mentor, a curious listener, or someone considering joining this incredible community, kick back, unwind, and come along for the ride. Now... Here's our executive director, Ryan Scott. Welcome back to the Big Ed Idea Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I am uh, pretty stoked about this episode. This is going to be the first episode where we get to interview a real life, real big that is living the life of being a big with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Southwestern Indiana. Um, So I'm really stoked to be able to introduce the world to one of our current bigs and, and really one of our best advocates out there. Um, he is definitely a Big Brothers Big Sisters evangelist, and so I want to welcome Mr. Matthew Templeton to the Big Ed Idea Podcast. Matthew, welcome. Hey, it's nice to be here. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not super shy, so I don't really feel like, you know, I'm going to have to squeeze this conversation out of you, and I know... You know, you, you, yeah, I know you've definitely got a passion for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, because you've helped us on several events in the past. And so, you know, I just wanted the world, um, the Evansville area, and really anybody, um, that listens to this episode just to hear your experiences of what it's like to be a big. Yeah, I've got a lot to share. Yeah, you do, you do. And, and let's jump into it. Um, You know, Big Brothers, Big Sisters is all built around this idea uh, of connection that, you know, literally uh, we are created to connect with other people. Um, And so I want to take a moment to let our audience kind of connect with who Matthew is. And so I asked you to give us three words um, and you can describe, you know, you can go as deep into them as you want, but three words that describe life right now for Matthew. Life right now for me. Well, I, I think the first thing is grateful. Yeah, I knew uh, that. Yep. Practice the art of gratitude uh, and changing the perspectives on that. The other thing is growing uh, with the continued forward motion, always learning, always trying new things new experiences, it's growth. Um, And then my third thing is probably connecting. And this was a big step for me to be in this part of my life is to be able to get out there 
and connect and network and meet a bunch of other people uh, who are like-minded, who want to help others grow or others who need help growing and being able to be in the position to connect with those kind of people. I love that, man. I, I really love that. You know, you, you kind of alluded towards, you know, gr uh, gratitude and, and maybe connection and growth. Um, have, have those three things always been easy to you? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh, no, uh, gratitude is actually an, um, pretty new concept. I've been really working on it for about three years now okay. Uh, okay. to change my perspectives uh, from the negative focuses and into the positive aspects. And like it's really helped a lot with uh, my PTSD, my anxiety, and depression, and uh, just the general way that I do things in life. Yeah, so. absolutely, man. You know, my background, education, but also just a, a nerdiness about studying neuroscience and, and trauma and all of that stuff. Um, what I know is that our brain has a negative bias um, because your brain's ultimate goal is to keep you safe. And so, you know, the brain is this really good thing about predicting the future uh, based on your past, uh, which is really good about keeping you safe, but it really, really is hard. Uh, it really, really makes it hard to do things um, that may be out of your comfort zone or that, you know, your brain interprets as, oh man, that might, that might kind of hurt us a little bit. So yeah, that, that's a huge deal to be able to fight back about that negative tendencies. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, okay. So you brought us these three words and, you know, we want to get in to, you know, why you became a big, what it's like to be a big, you know, why people should be a big, um, but, but I want, I want our audience and I think they, they would like to know who is Matthew, um, in the real world. Who is this guy? Who's this Matthew Templeton dude? Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, uh, disabled combat veteran. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm a father of three, uh, and I'm married to the, the best woman there is. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I'm just, uh, and I've been retired since 2009. Um, and I learned to, I've always been a person to go out and to help other people okay. in need. Uh, and the, the way that looks has transformed itself through the years um, from working with churches when I was younger to, uh, service with the military and uh now uh being a mentor uh with a bunch of wounded warriors and advocating for different nonprofit organizations and uh helping the momentum with their warriors and our youth man i love that so i i think uh, i think it would be safe to say matthew is a helper um so you know so how long were you in the military I was in uh, for five years, and then nice. I was medically discharged. Nice, very nice. Uh, Army, Army, yes. Army, cool, very cool. And and, and you can't tell because I our, our audience can't tell because I don't share the video. But Matthew's also a weightlifter. He doesn't give himself credit for that, but but he's a he's a strong guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay, Matt. So, 
let's get into this mentor space. Um, yeah. You know, I had asked you to think of maybe, you know, I know we all have, or, or not all of us, but many of us have many mentors that helped us to get to where we are in life. And so I'm curious if you were to pick, let's just, I mean, you know, be selfish here. Who would you say is maybe one of your uh, top three mentors that helped Matthew get to where he is right now? It's actually pretty easy. Um, so starting first class, William Van Hooks uh, and Colonel Beckman oh, okay. uh, from the Army uh, Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps at Central High School. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They were uh, they were my top two mentors for sure. Um, yeah, they, they kind of uh, guided me towards uh, a lot more than just like doing the cadet stuff, but they were a, a really big part of my life. Uh, I had a lot of uh, family issues going on at the time, and then they kind of uh, stepped up, and I was already consumed with the ROTC world as it was, uh, but they recognized the, the things that needed worked on and was there to not like bash me, but to help me move forward through that to make sure I didn't make dumb decisions because... <laughs> Yeah. You know, high schoolers do it a lot. And, uh, yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, yeah, they they uh, were, were probably my top two mentors that I had. Uh, and then I've had several other mentors through uh, the Civil Air Patrol and things that helped me, which is more of like technical okay. things. But okay. out of like life itself, yeah, Sarah Van Hooks and uh, Colonel Beckman were, were definitely big, big parts of my life. I love that, man. I love that. And that was, you said that was like high school years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even when I got out, uh, of high school and was in the service, I remember I was, uh, in AIT at Fort Lee, uh, Virginia, and I was doing training and we had a, a huge 4th of July celebration and stuff. And I'm just out there with all the guys and all of a sudden, these MPs come and snatch me up, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you have to come with us and stuff." And I was like, "What's oh, going boy. on?" And they uh -oh. walked me across the field to Colonel Beckman, who just happened to be visiting the base and knew I was training there. So, he, and then I got the, the the spend the Fourth of July with him and stuff. So, oh, he may cool. have done it a little bit uh, <laughs> with a scare tactic, but it, you know, it was uh, it was good that I feel I still felt connected even after I was out of the program. Very so. cool. Very, very, very cool. So I got to ask, you know, mentoring obviously was a, a big part of your life, but when did you, you know, or, or, or set, set us up, like when and, and why did you decide that you were going to jump um, into being a big with big brothers and big sisters? Oh, so I struggled um, for good a decade uh or a little bit more than a decade yeah, yeah. uh with uh, uh post-traumatic stress disorder from combat and um when that healing started to happen i knew two things i knew one that i needed to find more purpose um for my existence and being here and two is that i needed to share the ability of growth that i've learned uh, through my process. Oh, and they've taken that. me a lot longer than yeah. uh, 
<laughs> hey, me too. Person. I get it. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's and so I've I've always had a passion for uh helping youth out um throughout throughout my life. Um and you know, and, and seeing some of the suffering of the kids is kind of what made uh combat so hard. And so I knew that it was time that I, I needed to give back uh, to the community here. And I figured I'd be really good. I used to think that I'd be good at being an educator and stuff, but being oh, yeah. retired, I wasn't yeah. about to go try to become a teacher. <laughs> so go back to um, school. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just went ahead and uh, uh, looked into becoming a big, I was nervous. I was so nervous at first. I was like, what am I going to teach? Them? You know, right. I, right. I was already a father, but um teaching a child and then teaching somebody else's child. Totally. Maybe yeah. that's going to be a little bit different. Um, in some aspects it is, but it's all just about the connection. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what really got me uh, the desire to, to help the youth. So were you, you know, like um, our agency in order to recruit, uh, we've got a big recruitment kick right now and and we're kind of relying on like lunch and learns where we go to businesses and we we let um, employees know who we are. Um, we go to civic organizations and do that. And then we've got a really big uh, social media push right now. Um, but where did you, you know, had you always known about big brothers and big sisters and you, you know, you were just reflecting or, you know, was there a, like a, like a, an impetus or like, like you saw something and you're like, yep, that's for me. So I had heard about it. I had a couple of cadets, uh, in my unit in high school that had been a part of it. I couldn't tell you who they were, but I remember them talking about it. Uh, and I thought, well, that's a cool thing. Yeah. And I thought about it back in high school. I was like, do I have enough time to volunteer back then? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but I was already in uh, two organizations and like eight different teams. So I didn't, I didn't have a single uh, moment to rest. Um, but so it's always kind of been on my mind of the big brother, big sisters. Um, and I believe there's been commercials and stuff throughout the time that kind of, uh, push that hey that that is an option to be out there um and it's a lot less uh to to me as i seen it it's just more of a one-on-one -on -one, uh mentorship versus like um i go teach cadets you know uh which i may have 35 plus uh cadets to teach and mentor at a time the big brothers big sisters one-on-one -on -one mentorship seemed uh, of a lot easier step for me at that moment too so, uh, yeah. And, and and how long ago was that, Matt, that you came into our organization? Oh, man. Let's see. So I picked, I'm trying to think. We, with my first little that I had, we had the kickoff right as COVID kicked off. Oh, boy. And um, that's fun. So it's probably, what, four months beforehand is when I started the, uh, initial application and stuff to, to go. So, so it was 20, 20, so like 2019 is when I started to uh, do the application to become a big. And then um, I became 
a big in the March with, with my first match in March of 2020. Very cool. So have you, uh, so you said you're with your second match. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been the second match. We've been together for a little bit over a year now. Oh, nice. Nice. And so, okay. So people that are listening out there, they're like, you know, yeah, that sounds really cool, but you know, I, I don't know what to do. Um, so what, what do you and your little, uh, and what's his first name? He goes by junior junior. Uh, okay. So what do you and junior do, you know, on your, on your outings? So we do all kinds of different things. Um, I, I try to keep it adventurous because I, oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Getting out and being a little bit adventurous helps uh, me and uh, Junior. And um, so we've we've done rock climbing Ooh. Uh, at the uh, Vertical Escape. We've right. Done, uh, bowling. I mean, we've had just little coffee hangouts. We've gone to the YMCA a couple times. We've gone swimming or just played some um, ping pong pool tables. We've had game nights. Um, doing match activities with big brother, big sisters. We went to sky zone several times to do trampoline parks, a lot of hiking, uh, and outdoor stuff. Cause that's, uh, that's my jam. I, mine too. Yeah. yeah mine too. Yeah. I like the, it may not be juniors exact, uh, ideal thing, but I think part of growth is getting out of the comfort zone a little bit. And so, uh, you know, I'm not going to take him on a, you know, nine mile, uh, hike, <laughs> Uh, but you know, a couple miles here and there to kind of get him used to it and enjoy and stop and explore. So it's not like a, just a march through the woods, but he can learn some things about the wilderness and explore that type of things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we kind of work together on planning what to do. Sometimes he's like, Hey, I would really like to do this. And so we try to make that happen. Very nice. Very nice. There's a lot of places around here that we'll go to that have a lot of discounts, usually like buy one, get one uh, stuff. And in fact, the arcade place here lets us both in for free uh, to do the arcades every time we go there. So. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I, I got to ask you, um, what do you think is the best part about being a big with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Southwestern Indiana? Best part? is seeing the growth from the littles uh sometimes it's slower sometimes it, it's uh pretty fast but um not and, and not just in uh your match because you get to hang out and meet other matches during uh activities and stuff and to watch where these uh these these kids start from oh yeah right and maybe how they're not really sociable. Maybe they're shy or bashful or reserved, or uh, you, you can just see the struggle to like just a few months in, they're comfortable, they're hanging out, uh, they're laughing, they're playing, they're learning, uh, they're growing, you know? Um, and, and like, for, for me, I, I think uh, I, I, I really enjoy hearing the academic differences uh, that that it makes you know and from my first little to watch his grades within just months just spike all the way up right uh, what? matthew why do you think that is sorry to interject but you know yeah, as, a no, former, 
as a former school teacher uh, and principal, uh, you know, I, I always firmly believed that a connected kid always, always did better. Uh, but why yeah. do you think, you know, so what was the magic bullet? Why, why were both of these littles, um, you know, all of a sudden doing better academically? Yeah. Uh, I think goes into uh, social connections yeah, and that feeling of being a part of something. Right. Right. Um, and not, not all the kids are involved in a bunch of sports activities and doing stuff or, Maybe they have a little uh, social awkwardness, so they don't uh -huh. feel connected and they don't feel that reasoning. Maybe uh, even at their own house, they don't feel uh, connected with the family, which most kids, if we're being honest, most kids will not listen to parents. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you mine does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at myself like I'm a great mentor and I'm really good at stuff. And my kids are like, uh huh, you're dumb, dad. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but I feel like when they have that outside connection and they're getting some extra uh, motivation uh, and emphasis, it gives them reason to try a little bit harder to uh -huh. try to prove, hey, you know, look at what I can actually do. You know, I haven't really been working on this, but now look at this, you know. Uh, and I, I feel maybe they want to show their their um their mentors that they can do more that they're capable of more um but also i think they get a little bit more excited with life and i just having somebody that it, you can just hang out with can make life seem so much better uh so i think that enjoyment of life and that desire to prove they can do better to show somebody else up yeah. 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 No, I completely agree, man. Completely. Um, so, okay. As we start to shift towards the end of this uh, really, really good conversation around, you know, what, what it means to be a big for you, Matthew, um, there's probably, you know, somebody out there that's listening to this episode and, you know, they're on the fence, you know, um, about joining either our organization or maybe another big brothers, big sisters agency. Um what would be your elevator pitch to why somebody should, should, you know, step up and be a big. Yeah. Uh, two reasons. So well, let, let, let's make it selfish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause By we can means. sit here and talk about um, what it is to help a child and watch them grow and that, and everybody gets that point. Yeah. Yeah. But if we take it to a selfish standpoint, right. Of, what do I get out of it? And that's the biggest thing why people maybe are on the fence. What what can I possibly get out of uh, connecting with the child here? What what's what's it going to be for me? Well, the first thing is you start to build more sense of purpose, yeah. right? And yeah. um, that sense of purpose helps lead to more productivity in other parts of your life because you feel like you matter when you feel like you're doing something greater than yourself. And then that builds a bigger purpose. It's a sense of service uh, that you get. And so it will actually help the overall of your life of how much you maybe look into yourself. How well are you taking care of your health and stuff? Because you're trying to be of a greater service to the community. And that purpose drives you to be a better version of yourself. 
and then the connection and networking that you get out of it is just astounding. To watch all the other mentors uh, that you'll get to meet, uh, the staff with the Big Brother Big Sisters, and you get this new little community of support that is there to help help you. Uh, so that way you're going to be a good uh, big for your little. And yeah, and, and when you get to see um, them doing good, you can pat yourself on the back and say, man, maybe I did do good here. Yeah, Here's yeah. this. And you get yeah. this extra connection that can be lifelong, right? So like I have my second uh, little right now, but I'm still in communications with my first one too. So right. it's what? multiple and I'm not just going to let him drag feet without hearing me from me for a year, you know? So these connections uh, build upon and maybe in the future you get to see even more. And so if you look at it into more of a selfish, what do I get out of helping other people? Uh, may, maybe that is enough to help others uh, move forward. Mm. No, that's good. That's good. I wrote it down. And and I think you've just given me the title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> mentoring builds your sense of purpose. Yeah, um, Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Gosh. Okay. Well, Matthew, I think that is a really good point to where um, I think we can fade off into the sunset. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you, Matthew, um, not just for being on the episode, but I appreciate you um, as a man stepping up and helping um, the boys to become men. Um, I appreciate you being a part of this um, organization. I'm new to this organization and you know, you have, you, you're an OG, you've been in it since 2020. Um, so I appreciate you being a part um, of our defenders of potential. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it as well. All right. And to my big Ed idea listeners, I'm going to leave you just like I always do with uh, the words of my grandfather, John Janoski. Um, Al he uh, retired from Alcoa many, many years ago. He's not with us anymore, but he had this awesome saying that I have um, loved ever since. And uh, he would say every time that I would leave his house, every single time, he would say, Ryan, until next time, I will see you in the funny paper. If you've found value in our discussions and believe in the power of mentorship, please consider contributing to our mission. Your financial support plays a crucial role in what we do. To make a contribution, visit our website at www.mentoringkids.org. Every donation, big or small, goes a long way in helping us to defend the potential of all kids within our six-county footprint. Once again, thank you for being a part of this community. Your support means the world to us. Together, we can create a ripple effect of positive change. Stay inspired. Stay motivated, and remember, we are better together.